0: From high atop his mountain of index cards and tournament brackets, this is The Joy of Booking, a fantasy booking podcast. Here's your host, DC Matthews. Thank you, Brandon Banks, and welcome back to The Joy of Booking. I am DC Matthews at The DC Matthews. Hope you are well. Hope those you love are doing well. It's been a weird day, friends. Let me reach over and open this up. Where's the opening thing? How how do you open this? Uh, I have here. You did not hear the dulcet sounds of me opening a seltzer yet. So I got a new box. And I got to open that up and get the seltzer out. And you're think you may be saying to yourself, self, I'm sure that's a blueberry raspberry or perhaps a raspberry lemon or blueberry pomegranate. Uh, but it's not. This is the OG seltzer. This is the, this is my uh, infection point, induction point. Call it what you will. This is what got me into seltzers. Uh, we were down in North Carolina, visiting family that was temporarily living down there, um, and we were staying at this very quaint bed and breakfast, three four three floor place. Uh, we had the entire third floor to ourselves. A little. Mini apartment, just two bedrooms, uh, a bathroom, and the you know the kind of the landing at the top of the stairs they had turned into, um, you know, like a little sitting room, uh, and they had a fridge. As most good, uh, actually, it wasn't an Airbnb. It was a it was a bed and breakfast, but I don't think it was Airbnb. Uh, and they had Lacroix, and I had never had a Lacroix before, but I like flavored drinks, and so figured I would try one. And sure enough, I liked it. And this is the lime LaCroix. I haven't had one in a little bit, so let's see if I still enjoy it, or have I been so uh, spoiled by the ahas and the polar mandarins? Yeah, it's still pretty good. Still pretty good almost tastes a little like artificially I know it says it's natural flavors but I don't know I have my own soda stream now which has a lime and I just bought some orange powder which I'm very excited about um, it's not bad it's certainly drinkable but uh, yeah I think I'm an, I'm an aha person now or I'll make my own or again the polar Mandarin feel free to buy me whichever ones you want Um Earlier today, I went and saw Thor Love and Thunder, opening day, give you a sense of when I'm recording this, and I had recorded a 40-minute just sort of ramblings talking about uh, the news that came out today about Vince McMahon and the $12 million, and I talked a little about Sasha Banks, and then I talked about Doctor Strange and Thor Love and Thunder and how I felt like Marvel movies were kind of just flailing and not really, you know, there's no pardon the pun there's no end game we don't have a new big bad maybe it's Kang maybe it's not um both Doctor Strange 2 and Thor 4 were good but where are we going we don't know like there's no big bad revealed at the end of either of them um it seems like they'll have their own solo adventures and there is nothing wrong with that, but and I talked for 40 minutes, and at the end of it, I realized I had been rambling, and it wasn't making a whole lot of sense, and I had gotten all my thoughts out, so there was a catharsis there, and I just deleted it, because I was like, you know what, this didn't need to be shared, um, but I do want a podcast, and so let's get into the tournament here. Uh, we're calling this season five, even though I've gone through Google Drive and found plenty of other tournaments um, before. So, you know, it it's really not. Um, it's really not season five. This is season, you know, who knows what at this point, the number of different silly things I've done over the years. Uh, but it's season five for the podcast. And we left off in the middle of a bracket, which we really don't usually do because we're doing the sort of round-robin style for the Cruiserweight-ish classic. Um, and so we can just leave whenever we feel like it. So we left with a great battle of the Mexicools in Super Crazy and Juventud. Uh So we have a group of four. They're joined, of course, by Eddie Guerrero and Danny Doring. Um, they will all battle each other. And in the end, it'll have a ranking of who finished the best. Uh, we're going to have to roll some dice at some point for each of these. Uh, and then in the end, we'll know who's first, second, third, fourth. Those groups will get together, and we'll do the whole thing again. Uh, so let's continue here. We're, we're starting off with our number four seed. And our number four seed, starting off a new group of four, is Kurt Hawkins. Or as he is known now... Brian Myers, not exactly a cruiserweight. He's a smaller guy, a lighter guy, but I don't recall him ever wrestling uh, for the cruiserweight belt. But he may fall under the Murphy rule, which I think we've just come up with, which is you if you look smaller than Buddy Murphy, now Buddy Matthews, no relation, um, then you're a cruiserweight. Because if Buddy Murphy Matthews can be a cruiserweight, then so can hurt Curt Hawkins. Or if you switch his initial sounds around, Hurt Hawkins, You're welcome. Uh, Curt Hawkins is going to wrestle the number 13 seed, A-Kid, who has a new name now, Axiom. I think he's, is he coming to NXT proper? I think he's leaving NXT UK, and I think he's going to be known as Axiom. Did I dream that, or is that actually a thing? A-Kid, Axiom, yep. So by the time this comes out, um, which will be in early August, I think the 1st of August. Uh, we may have seen him as Axiom, which is, turns out, a worse name than A Kid. I didn't know you could get, like, A Kid, I thought was a dumb name. Turns out, Axiom's worse. Uh, so Kurt Hawkins is gonna take on A Kid, and then our number five seed is Tajiri. Well, we have a favorite in this bracket, don't we, friends? And he is taking on the number 12 seed. Ooh, good matchup. Humberto. uh, Humberto Carrillo of the Los Lotharios. Still, shockingly, employed by the WWE. Um, Tajiri is clearly, 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 clearly... Uh, The front runner of this bracket, I feel. Um, However, I do need to make sure I roll. That was one of the rules we sort of built in for ourselves here. Um, I have to make sure I roll dice for him at some point. Otherwise, I could just say he's winning and I could figure out the rest. Uh, He will beat Humberto. There's no mistake there. I think I'll roll when we eventually get to uh, maybe his matchup with A-Kid or Axiom. Um And you know what? We're going to have A-Kid, a.k.a. Axiom, uh, beat Hawkins as well. Because A-Kid is good. Don't get me wrong. He is good. Um, Brian Myers, I'm sure, is also good, but he's just never been my cup of tea. I like that he had a cane, though. Wrestlers who have canes, kind of like Brian Pillman, I always do enjoy. All right, so there's our first quartet of the day. Uh, Let's move on quickly to our next one, our number six seed, Akira Tozawa, uh, you know, going back to my, uh, my GM mode, he is a featured part of NXT UK that Stephanie McMahon is putting together. I like Akira Tozawa. You know, when I was doing some booking um, in the universe mode, I had had him teamed up with Apollo Crews. They are former stablemates and friends from um, Dragon Gate. I call them, I think, the Spitfire Warriors, which is a silly tag team name. Um, you know, I don't mind Akira Tozawa. The ninja thing does nothing for me. Um, hoping, you know, I don't know what he's up to. I think he's in the 24 seven issues right now. Uh, he will take on Zach Gowen, uh, Zach Gowen. I think it's actually a K not an H either way. Uh, the one legged wrestler, uh, we'll eventually get to him in my, uh, WWE catch ups. I'm you know, almost at SummerSlam 2002 right now. Uh, Triple H has gotten Shawn Michaels out of retirement. Business is about to pick up there. Uh, I never loved Zach Gowan. It was an interesting story, and he's certainly an incredible athlete. But it did nothing for me. Uh, and the next t- is woo, Next talent is Xavier Woods again. We have a clear front runner here. I love me some Xavier Woods. He's our number three seed, taking on our 14 seed, Raul Mendoza, who's now, I think, Cruz del Toro, which, again, is a silly, uh, silly name. Um, we'll have Woods win here again. He is the, the favorite, I am noticing, in some cases, not all. But some there is a favorite which we would find in a regular tournament bracket, if we were having Tazawa wrestle Gowan and then Woods wrestle Mendoza, Tazawa would beat Gowan and then Woods would beat Men would beat Tazawa. So that's kind of how this works. Um, I'm gonna have Tazawa beat Gowan as well. You know, I suppose I will roll for Tazawa and Woods, but there may need to be some sort of chicanery here because. You know, if I roll and Woods loses, and then all of a sudden Tozawa's, you know, the winner, kind of defeats the purpose of this whole thing. So, obviously, there's still some parts of this that are a little bit in play here. Mm -hmm. We have one more group of four to finish off this page. Our number two seed, Chavo Guerrero. I can't remember if I put Chavo Classic in here, also Mm -hmm. a cruiserweight. Uh, I, you know, we're watching 2002, uh, I believe, I think I paused my SmackDown, I haven't come back to it, uh, the first time we see Los Guerreros, Eddie and Chavo, Eddie and Chavo in the same, on the same page, interestingly enough, they won't, uh, wrestle each other unless they both win their, uh, respective brackets, but, um, they were, you know, it's their first, like, backstage segment, they're walking down some stairs, Eddie's on the phone, probably with a family member, but we're gonna get Los Guerreros, which again, business is about to pick up. Uh, Chavo will take on the number 10 seed Drake Maverick Oh that'd be a fun match. I like Drake Maverick I like Rockstar Spud. Uh, I think he's a producer now good for him um, you know in a in a group of WWE where a manager is always good. Drake Maverick should be one of them. Uh, cool. The last two for this group we've got the Ultimo Dragon ooh. Ooh, 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 that's tricky, because we got Chavo and the Ultimo Dragon. I'm a fan of both of those. And our 15 seed, Hector Garza. This might be, I'm going to need to look here. Is this the most talented quartet yet? Let's go back and scroll through here. Um, You know, we've got some good groups, don't get me wrong. You've got Santos and Jushin Liger and Fred Yehe and Spike Dudley. That's good. There are some good ones. Don't get me wrong. Let me make sure I write this as Kenny Williams, not P.D. Williams, which I originally thought. But this one might be the most. Chavo, Drake Maverick, Ultimo Dragon, and Hector Garza. That's great. Obviously, we'll have Dragon beat Garza. Uh, but you know what? I'm going to roll. We haven't rolled yet this episode. I'm going to roll for Chavo and Drake Maverick. Chavo, you know, was at one point on our list the best wrestler in the world. Uh, But for this, I'm going to roll. Chavo gets a 19, a 17, and a 2. Drake, a 27. So I'm going to have Drake get the win here. Feels a little... feels a little wrong. I'll I'll be honest. It feels a little wrong. Uh, We probably should have rolled for Ultimo and Chavo, but we did it already. It's what's done is done. Uh, Let's move on. We'll be fine. By we, I mean Chavo. He'll be fine. He'll never know. All right. Next page. Starting a new bracket here, a new row. Um, We'll go backwards this time. So our 15 seed, Christian York. Not bad. Tail end of VCW. Maybe see him in TNA a little bit. Um, He's not bad. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Going up against our seven seed, Tamatonga. Very good. What was I just reading? I was reading about... Get over there. I was reading about a Star Wars game, Knights of the Old Republic. And apparently Tamatonga's face paint is terrific is referencing Tama face paint Star Wars. Is it Darth Nihilus? Yes, Darth Nihilus. So his face paint is supposed to... Oh, yeah, I do remember Darth Nihilus now. Okay. So, yes, his face paint is supposed to uh, reference Darth Nihilus from the Knights of the Old Republic games, which were very good. Very, very good if you didn't play them, uh, Our number 10 seed, Gato. Uh, Gato and Jato, New Japan. And our number two seed, ooh, <laughs> you want to talk about somebody who is, you know, head and shoulders above the other people. Our number two uh, wrestler here is on my top five. The Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. Um, <laughs> you want to talk about having me question how I'm doing this with the rolling and everything. Daniels should go 3-0. Uh, I guess we'll roll when he takes on... Um, when he takes on Tama Tonga. That would be the only one that would make sense. But Daniels wins... Tonga wins. Yeah, we're going to have to rethink that. There might need to be some chicanery I allow at some point in time. Our number 14 seed is Jake Atlas. Uh, he's had an interesting uh, bit of time. He was in NXT. He was a out wrestler, which is uh, less and less, un- well, more and more common now, gratefully. Um, but then... Had some had some assault charges, I want to say. I think they've been dropped, but still not good. Not a good look. Was was going to be an AEW, and then I think that ended after. So, you know, a year ago, Jake Atlas was probably somebody with a lot of potential, and what a difference a year makes. Uh, he'll go up against our number three seed, Shibata. Shibata, Shibata, Shibata. I, I haven't seen a lot of Shibata, but everything I've seen about him, I like. Our number 11 seed is Dante Martin, another AEW standout. I'm shocked they don't have some sort of X-Division. You would think that they would. Maybe, the, well, no, the Ring of Honor pure title is more like a wrestling wrestling title. I'm surprised they don't have some sort of, um, like I said, X-Division, cruiserweight High-flying Phoenix Pentagon, Dante Martin type. Uh, Is that the TNT title? It's being held right now by Wardlow, so no. Clearly not. Uh, And Dante Martin taking on our sixth seed. Ilya Dragunov. Um, This comes out in August. I don't want to spoil things. Uh, But I know some things about Ilya Dragunov. Um, I won't spoil them in case this comes out before that information is public. Uh, But, you know, these again, uh, there's no Ilya Dragunov, according to the piece of business, folks, the best bout machine, probably head and shoulders above everybody else here. Uh, I don't know if I necessarily feel that way. Uh, This is a talented group, to be sure. We'll give Shibata the win over Atlas, and we will give Dragunov the win over Martin. Um, But yeah, you know, I'm not going to mind doing some rolling here, because in the case for Daniels, Daniels, I think, is supremely above everybody else. I don't know that Dragunov is that much higher above Shibata. It's my hot take. Uh, Our number 12 seed, Crash Holly. I liked Crash Holly. It's a shame that his life ended so soon, so often the case. 12 seed going up against our fifth seed, Matt Jackson of the uh, Bucks of Youth, of Generation Me. Um, He's the one that I think looks more like Matt Hardy. I think. I think. Our number... Thirteenth seed is Michael Nakazawa. I will freely admit I was kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel when I got to this point. I've seen Michael Nakazawa before, uh, but I can't say I'm super well-versed in all things Michael Nakazawa. And our number four seed is Chuck Taylor. Well, you want to talk about, you know, we had a earlier we had a really supremely talented group. My favorite wrestler of these four is Crash Holly. um, Which is saying something. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to roll both. Let's roll both these matchups because I honestly don't care. Uh, Crash Holly getting a 27. Matt Jackson a 14. So we're going to have Crash pick up the win over one of the Bucks of Youth. And then Nakazawa, a 24, Chuck Taylor, a 5. Ooh, rough for Chuck. We'll give Nakazawa the win over Taylor. Uh, again, you know, plotting future chicanery, we may need to put somebody else in here, kind of like what we did with Terry Taylor and Steve Williams. You know, you want... Not saying that Chavo Guerrero should be a number one Uh. But if you got him and Ultimo Dragon fighting, each of them would easily be a number one in that group. We'll see how things play out. Uh, Our last bracket for this page, our number nine seed is Leo Rush. Is he retired yet? I feel like I saw something that said he was retired. Uh, Again, interesting couple of years for Leo Rush. You know, big name in Ring of Honor, uh, shows up in NXT, you know managing Lashley and making that work, and, you know, I don't know what he's doing now. Is he still... Let's look him up. Is he still a wrestler? <sighs> it says is. Wikipedia uses present tense. Um, but yeah, so, you know, started wrestling in 2014, Combat Zone, Ring of Honor, Cruiserweight... Was Cruiserweight champion. I totally forgot about that. And then All Elite... He was part of All Elite for a brief bit, and then in January that ended, and, you know, that's, that's kind of it. Leo Rush retired. Ah, okay. So, in October, says, suffered a separated AC joint, and then he would be retiring once he finished up with New Japan, but now it says he's... Coming out of retirement. So who knows? I am sure if someone is willing to pay him, uh, he'll show up. Leo Rush is taking on. Ooh. This would be a fantastic match. He's taking on Taka Mishinoku. Two smaller guys, but oh, you get Taka in his prime versus Leo Rush in his prime. That's the best match on this page by a long shot. Uh, that's awesome, Takamishinoku. Our number eight seed is Mance Warner. Very different style of wrestler than uh, the two before, and I think I know who the number one seed is. I think I accidentally had it spoiled. Our number one seed, who's that coming out the sky? R-V-Y, Mysterio. here we go. I don't know if I know all the words. I hear R-V-Y. Who's that coming out the sky? R-V-Y. I don't think that's what it is, but Rey Mysterio, uh, we get Mysterio, M- Mishinoku, friends. It's gonna be a good day. Uh, we don't need to roll any of these. Taco wins over Leo. Ray wins over Mance Warner. I like Mance Warner. Saw him, I think, in MLW. You know, entertaining wrestler. Uh, again, slightly different style, but that works for me. Uh, let's keep going. We've we've entered that point now where we, if we hit a really great matchup. We may just call it. I'm reserving the right at this point. We're past the 20-minute mark. I could call it at a moment's notice here if we get something that I don't think we're going to beat. Our next number one seed, C.M. Punk. Not necessarily a cruiserweight, but again, if we follow our newly instituted Murphy rule, uh, he qualifies. And he's going up against our 16 seed, Sam Gradwell. Another one who does not appear to be uh, a cruiserweight by any stretch. Let's just Wikipedia that. Uh, Cage Match said he was. Wikipedia has him at only six foot one. Ricky McKenzie. That's not his real name. Come on. That would be a silly name for Sam Gradwell, Ricky McKenzie. Get out of here with that. Uh, but two twelve, you know, it kind of shows you how undersized some of those NXT UK folks are. The Sam Gradwell to me is one of the biggest members of that roster. Punk versus Gradwell would be a good match. And then our number eight seed, we have Bushi from New Japan. I don't know a lot about him, but I liked what I've seen. And our number nine seed, ACH. Oh, Jordan Miles. Uh, it didn't end well for you, did it? Uh, Punk wins, obviously. You know, I don't love CM Punk, but there's no doubt he should win this bracket. I'll roll for Bushy and ACH just because. Bushy with a 24. ACH with a 9. I don't think ACH qualifies for the bad guy rule. I do think he definitively qualifies for the dink rule. I think he's a dink Oh, classic dink. Anyways, two, three, two, three. I'm not loving this LaCroix. I got to tell you, I may have to mix it with something like it's got a weird aftertaste that I don't get in my seltzers. Hmm. No es bueno. Uh, our number four seed here will be Chris Saban. Oh, I love me some Chris Saban. I'm excited because uh, soon 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 i started watching the impacts the weekly impact pay-per-view things and i made it to like i think early 2003 so if i can finish 2002 i can now start watching raw smackdown and tna at the same time and just have more wrestling to watch because that's what i need in my life is more wrestling to watch not counting all the 80s stuff i've been watching uh, Chris Sabin will take on Matt Bentley. Oh, what a great um, old school matchup here, but hold on. Yeah, okay. Nope, never mind. I thought I messed up something, I didn't. Matt Bentley, um, I think also known as M- Mike Shane because he was trained by Shawn Michaels. Um, or is this Shannon Moore? No. He looks like Shannon Moore. The picture of Matt Bentley on Wikipedia looks very much like Shannon Moore to the point that it really kind of, uh, cousin of Shawn Michaels. I don't know that I knew that. Um, but yes, Michael Shane, Maverick, Matt Bentley. Uh, yeah, this is a great classic TNA matchup. Happy to have that. And then our number five seed is TJP. I had forgotten who won the original Cruiserweight classic. I actually forgot. Um, when we were, you know, when we got to like Saber and Abushi or something, and I, was, I was like, that has to be, has to be it. No, I had some, I think, tournament that I was doing. I think I booked the Cruiserweight Classic, and I think I had Saber and Abushi in the final. I forgot the TJP won. I've never, the music was great. The entrance was great. Never cared for TJP. Number 12 seed, Victor of the Ascension, the one that looks like Christopher Daniels. I always liked Victor. Uh, Sabin's going to beat... Bentley, um, that's for sure. But I will roll for TJP and Victor, because I do like Victor. Uh, TJP with a 16, Victor with a 6. Oh, well. I gave him a chance. Somebody, it sounds like the neighbors upstairs are on, like, multiple, like, wheelie chairs and are just rolling around, but it's carpeted up there. I don't get it. Uh, but, yes, do all right good matchups there Sabin's gonna win that bracket our number six seed Kalisto. Samurai del Sol I don't mind him he's you know he's kind of there he exists uh, he's taken on our 11 seed Stu Grayson uh, recently departed from aew I think question mark our number three seed is Ray Phoenix ooh we're gonna get Callisto versus Phoenix. That would be good. And our number 14 seed is you'll laugh, but technically he qualifies Gerald Briscoe. Not the Stooge Gerald Briscoe. We are pulling from 83 Gerald Briscoe, Starcade 83, standing on the top rope. Perfectly balanced, standing up straight, arms crossed. Balanced on the top rope, Jerry Briscoe. I, you know, great wrestler, fantastic wrestler. Um, is he gonna win his bracket? Probably not, but uh, happy to have him here. Uh, Kalisto beats Grayson. And you know what? We're gonna, yeah, you know what? We're gonna do we're gonna roll, we're gonna roll for Phoenix and Briscoe because I was very impressed watching Jerry Briscoe. And even as a stooge, you know, obviously a good wrestler, Ray Phoenix, a six a nineteen, Jerry Briscoe, you have a shot pull off that upset, a twenty-four, Gerald Briscoe pulling off an upset against Ray Phoenix, that might be enough to get him into the, uh, fine, you know, into the first bracket there, because if Phoenix goes, you know, if he beats Kalisto and Grayson, which he probably will. Uh, And if Briscoe happens to win his matchups, Briscoe's got the tiebreaker. Let's round out this bracket at least and see where we are from there. We could stop at Phoenix versus Briscoe. That's a quality match, but let's keep going. Let's take a chance. Our number two seed is Pac. We have a death triangle in two consecutive brackets here. And the number 10 seed, Colin Delaney. If you don't remember Colin Delaney, you're not alone. Um, I remember him, but he was like your jobber done good. He was kind of like Barry Horowitz, but not as good as Barry Horowitz. Our number seven seed is Son of Havoc, a.k.a. Matt Cross, fantastic wrestler and cruiserweight type. And our number 15 seed, oh, it's a Lucha Underground... Um, Match-up here, Son of Havoc versus Marty the Moth Martinez. Another guy who doesn't look like a cruiserweight, but technically is one. Uh, we will give Pac the win, obviously, over Delaney. And you know what? We'll roll for Son of Havoc and Marty the Moth. I like Son of Havoc better, but let's see what the dice say. Ooh, Son of Havoc gets a 30. He rolled a 20 there, but a 31 for Marty the Moth. Wow. So, you know, I have done things before where I have had it be the higher the number of, you know, on the dice, the greater the match would be. That would be, you know, your match of the tournament so far, I'm pretty sure, is a 31 and a 30. We're not doing that for this specific thing, but wow, we rolled a 30, I was sure... I was sure that Son of Havoc was going to come away with the win. Uh, not to be the case, though. Let's keep going. I say, let's, let's keep going. Let's find that matchup. Somewhere here is going to be that match that just trips the light Fandango. And yes, I do think Fandango's in here. Let's keep going and see what we get. Our 15 seed. Oh. Oh, I regret everything. Uh, We should have stopped. Why didn't you stop me? Ho-Ho Loon. Oh, no. Ho-Ho's a no-no. You know this. We've been over this. For years, we've been over that Ho-Ho is a no-no. Oh, balls. Balls, balls, ballsy balls. Sadly, Balls Mahoney not in this tournament. He's taken on our number seven seed, Cedric Alexander. It's the Cruiserweight Classic Come back. Cedric, I'm already writing you in, beating Ho Ho before we even get to the rest of the bracket here. Our number 10 seed, Joaquin Wilde, aka DJ Z. Was he in the Cruiserweight Classic? I don't think he was. And our number 2 seed, Ricochet. I don't love Joaquin Wilde. I don't. But I can tell you for sure that Ricochet versus Joaquin Wilde would be a hell of a match and uh, that sets up Cedric and Ricochet at some point down the line with that bracket. That's going to be a good. That's going to be a good, good. Our 14 seed, Wes Lee. Uh, you know, blossoming NXT superstar Wesley making the most of a bad situation, Wesley taking on our number three seed, Alex Shelley. I'd watch this match all day long. We're going to give Shelley the win, though, but Alex Shelley versus Wesley would be fantastic. Our number 11 seed is Kanamaru from uh, New Japan. If you don't know who that is, he's the one that brings a handle of whiskey to the ring every match, and he's taking on Funaki, a battle of Japan here. Sorry, I keep hitting the microphone. That's got to be tough on the ears. I'd fix it but I'm lazy. Uh, Let's roll Kanemaru versus Funaki. Why not? Why not? Let's do some rolling here. Kanemaru, 33. Big roll for Kanemaru. Funaki, 25. It would be another good match. At some point, I'm going to need to do a tournament where I don't have a say in anything. It's just going to be pure uh, dice. It'll be just pure chaos. The rolls of the dice there will tell us the winners and losers, and that actually sounds really fun. I can't do it now because I'm in the middle of this, and if I get into that, I won't finish this, but our number 12 seed, Arya Divari. Pretty sure we had his brother Sean uh, earlier. Again, Cruiserweight Classic. Our number 5 seed, Matt Stryker. Why is it that I don't love the wrestling teachers. Dean Douglas, nothing for me. Matt Stryker, really nothing for me. Is it because deep down I know I should be the wrestling teacher? Is it because deep down I know that's my role and I'm just waiting for my time to shine? It might be. It might be. Our number 13 seed, S.A. Rios. We liked S.A. Rios back in the day. If we didn't have S.A. Rios, we wouldn't have been introduced to Lita. And the number four seed, Tyson Kidd. Great match. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll give Kid the win there. And we will roll for Davari and Stryker. Davari gets a 29. Stryker, we got to re-roll one of the dice. It fell off the table. Uh, he can't win because I rolled a four. There is no 25 on this. Uh, and I rolled another four. So Divari's is going to get the win over Striker. Our last matchup, this will be it. We'll call it after this, Uh, even if, you know, the matches aren't amazing. we've, We've tried. We've tried. Brian Christopher. Oh, Brian. I never cared for you, but I wish your life had ended better than it did. Brian Christopher taking on Aiden English. Not a bad match at all. Aiden English, again, another guy who doesn't look like he should be a Cruiserweight because he's eight feet tall. Our number 16 seed is Sean Maluta, or as we like to call him, Sean Maluso. That was before we knew of Solo Sokoa, if we're being honest. And the number one seed... (laughs) We're ending with a bang-bang there, friends. Uh, The matchup would be good, but our number one seed... Uh, he is a cruiserweight technically, but he's also a former Universal Champion, a former World Champion, a former Money in the Bank, and he has constantly got that drip. Seth Frickin' Rollins, our number one seed. Uh, he will defeat Sean Maluta. Oh, yes, he will. And uh, we'll roll for Christopher in English. Why not? Why not? Why not? Brian Christopher, 29. Aiden English, 18. Brian Christopher wins. Uh, obviously, we need to figure something out. So, obviously, this is not a perfect system because Seth Rollins has to go undefeated. He has to. So, I don't know how we're going to sort that out, but sort it out we will uh, at some point down the line. And, friends, two, three, four, five, look at that. We're halfway done. We have done eight pages. There are eight more pages to go. We are halfway through this opening group. We'll figure out how it's going to work out as we go. We'll call it in the ring. That's what they say, don't they? We'll call it in the ring. Uh, My name is DC Matthews at The DC Matthews. Happy, as always, to spend just a little bit of time with you. Uh, Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. I'll see you the next time we celebrate the joy of booking.